Surprisingly enough, we're still doing the show, despite all the looming events and future cancellations due to the COVID-19, aka coronavirus, that is sweeping the nation. I'm trying to stay lighthearted about it, Joe, with a little, you know, poke, but there's not much lighthearted about it. Because we're continuing with no studio audience, of course. This is <laughs> This is our choice, not <laughs> <laughs> not the choice of the people that don't want to come see us. Okay, it's not going to be all Corona today. Uh, so if you don't want to listen to it, we'll be talking about the new NFL game that's coming out. We'll be talking about Marshall Yonda uh, calling it quits, and we will give our clown of the week after it. But it, what else are we going to talk about? This is what you're here. To listen to, so Joe and I both talking about the sh- before the show come from about the same mindset, where we both think a lot of people are taking it very lightly, and we also think a lot of the media is taking it to the extreme. So we're in the middle, and the funny thing about the middle is that we don't know what to do, or necessarily what to think, or what the actions are. Obviously. Obviously, it's wash your hands, don't go sneezing on people, don't go into work sick, you know, mind your manners, clean up after yourself, practice uh, not just basic hygiene, but exceptional hygiene. That's fair. During this year, practice exceptional hygiene. It's not a year to be a slob. It's not a year to be lazy. If you go to the bathroom, wash your hands. Uh, We're not here to preach that, but that's kind of where we are coming from with this where we don't think that it's going to be the bubonic plague, but we also don't think it's a non-issue like the common cold. So it's a lot of discourse and speculation and not necessarily knowing what to do and what not to do. And right now, the nation, especially today, March 11th, everything's getting canceled. Everything. And it is... Colleges are not allowing students on campus and are transitioning to online classes till at least April. The Ivy- Which way can I? I just want to throw in on that thought. I, I said this to my brother earlier that that is so stupid that they're doing that because if they're capable of transitioning to strictly online classes, then why the hell do we even have to go? to a location for school. Why the hell can't every school just be online? Because it's about the experience I, and meeting new people I, I, and being in a vi- diverse Okay, but you're still... Environment and to I'm find our wives st- like you did, Joe. I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's about finding saying. our life mates, which you were able to do. I was not. So, where where was I? Cancellations. Uh, the Ivy League has canceled all spring sports. Uh, it's likely that high school sports are to follow, which is a major bummer especially for high school athletes that are looking to get recruited to the next level 
because it's a little harder to do that if you don't have a full high school stat sheet behind you, or any film for that matter. Uh, attendance at March Madness uh, is now reduced to only uh, necessary members to broadcast the game. Let's see, there's Joseph. The NBA just suspended their season. Uh, yeah, quote from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski. Thank you to the Clap and Cheek boys for, and also Nick Simeone for reaching out about this. Uh, the NBA just suspended their season. Uh, the tweet is, the NBA suspended the season. Yeah, I don't... I don't even... <laughs> what in the hell? We came in here kind of prepared. <laughs> and I don't even know how... No NBA. I don't even know how we're going to talk about that. I have no clue... So can we just give the MVP to LeBron now? <laughs> That's so. I don't know. We're supposed to be talking, but I'm at a loss for words. I understood I... <laughs> making no attendance at NBA games, excluded need, excluding needed personnel. You know, it's a global media entity in sport. How do you just stop a, a whole sport? So apparently it was following the positive uh, COVID-19 test for Rudy Gobert. Um, that is essentially what led to the indefinite suspension of the season. Um, yeah, I don't... A loss for words is an understatement, Sean, because like I said, we came in here... How... How kind of prepared. How does this work but now? How does... How do you, how do you have yeah. jobs? How do you move on? This is absolutely nuts. And I'm not angry about it. It's just we have never, ever experienced this. The last real plague or real uh, possible uh, pandemic, epidemic, whatever you want to call it or label it, was in 1920. So nobody walking the earth right now was alive for that. So this is our first run at the mill with this. And... I guess this is standard protocol, but how would anybody else know? So no, 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 no. That's standard (laughs) standard protocol. (laughs) No one knows what they're doing. (laughs) I understand what you were going for, but you can't use those words. They're trying their best judgment to make standard Uh, protocol because we have no protocol. I'm sure there are documents written up about what to do in this situation, what not to do in this situation, in the in all the uh, worldwide government type deals uh, that 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 has a protocol for this. But I don't think any of us really expected it to occur within the sports realm for whatever reason, when it's actually a global issue. And if you don't think it's an issue, okay, that's your prerogative. Don't wash your hands. Get it. Because anybody can get it, I guess. But it's weird, Joe. Why did we think we were invincible in the sports world? I I didn't think we were invincible. It's just something you didn't you don't really think about much because we haven't had something that spreads at such a rapid rate. And if you think about what's happening right now, it makes a ton of sense why not not for what the NBA just did. For the other stuff that they're eliminating fans at events and they're just going to play the games in empty arenas, that makes sense to me. It just alleviates the risk because of it's one of the largest areas of congregation of people in close quarters, especially for basketball and hockey, 
in an enclosed arena, it would just be floating around if only one person was in there. Like, like imagine how quickly that would spread. It makes sense. If I'm not going to say it doesn't make sense. Into, yeah. It sucks. It does. And everyone knows it sucks. Yeah. Right? Is anybody happy that even if they continue March Madness, which I doubt now that they, they will, but nobody's happy that this is happening. But I can... I can understand it. I'm not going to be outraged by the idea that we shouldn't be collecting as a huge group in an indoor arena, no matter how good the central air is. It it doesn't make sense to do that if this is our first time at it. Because what if you're like, oh, it's all good, and then it's like, oh, no, it's not. Where in in this case, you just have to play I guess you have to play the safe game and my analogy is it's like canceling a baseball practice when there's thunder everyone's disappointed upset because you're out there to play baseball you're having a good time and then you hear thunder and you got to cancel practice and everyone's complaining like oh we don't have to we can keep playing you know we love the sport but the second somebody gets struck by lightning then everything falls apart and it's just there's such I guess by numbers and dummy statistics and dummy percentages here, Joe, it must be a higher risk if everybody's in the same place at once. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think the analogy is like if you're going to cancel practice because there might be thunder and someone gets hit by a truck. Like, I think that's the better analogy because no one knows what the hell is going on. There's not really much of a possibility. Well, I'm just saying with but the, the it's just a precaution. Itself, I get what you're you saying. Know? Yes. I, but I'm going to stand by this thought here off of gut reaction. Suspending NBA play has to be the furthest point of overreaction. I get the precautions. I get probably going off of recommendations from the government that they probably don't want fans packed into the stands. You should still be able to have these sporting events go on with just a broadcast crew. Maybe take out the media personnel Something to some extent that will allow these games to go on. I think just because Rudy Gobert tested positive does not require you to completely lose your crap and completely cancel the season. Are, I don't know. The are Jazz they that paranoid game, that their players that got canceled tonight, right before it started? Yeah, because because of Rudy Gobert, that got canceled. That led to the the season being suspended. So I think that that's an extreme overreaction. Maybe you suspend it for a week. Test everyone. Make sure no one else has it. Those that do have it, you keep them off the, the the courts and out of the practice facilities, and you keep playing. I don't I don't think this is completely necessary because they suspended. It does that 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 might be what they're doing, right? It, they probably it doesn't are mean canceled, but but it's also the word suspended implies something else is coming. Well, not that something else is coming. That it just it sounds so much more extreme than it needs to. I don't know that. Wow, talking about getting railroaded, man, this is nuts. I can't even. I, I can't even really formulate a real thought. I mean, I. There's no way that high school sports are going to continue in the spring, if colleges have already started eliminating them. I mean, football, spring ball. The guys at Roadie, they're not. They're going to be on individual training for the next month. I just started coaching high school softball last week, and now it's like, oh, can't play anymore. And now it's, oh, all the players that are trying to get recruited to go play college softball 
It's like, oh, what do we do now? We were really counting on this season to give us a, a good chance to go on to the next level. And now, I don't know, it just sucks so much that that's likely what's going to happen. And this is just me spitballing just off of the trend that's occurred and literally in the last six hours how everything has just gotten canceled. It's nuts. You got to also feel for seniors with one year of NCAA eligibility left because, like, how does that – how does that work? Are they going to get the <laughs> that eligibility back? I mean, imagine if this happened like, how right does before that work? we were going to start our season, and we had just trained our asses off all summer. And it's like, okay, guys, yeah. well, because of this, it's not going to happen. And you, you just you sit there, and I feel so bad for these athletes because they just have to feel so empty. I mean, it's not we're not saying we don't feel bad for the uh, the general population, but this is a sports show. So we're going to give a little bit of that. You feel bad for the athletes that put in so much work and so much dedication, even if it's the Ivy League, where obviously they're – I'm not trying to stereotype, but if any league was going to cancel uh, their sports first, it would be the Ivies. Right, Joe? Yeah, if we're we're being uh, completely honest, Ivy League makes the most sense because they need to seem the most most educated – it just stinks because if this had happened to me while I was still playing, it, I would have been heartbroken. So I can empathize. I can empathize with the teams in March Madness, and I, I'm really hoping that their tournament doesn't get canceled. But even when it was uh, uh, announced that they wouldn't be allowing fans in there, I mean, you've trained your whole life, and you have gotten the opportunity to be a part of the 64 out of 350 in, uh, teams in the nation, to participate in what I would say is the most traditioned college sporting event in March Madness. And now you don't even get to have fans there to support you. And now you're possibly playing in front of an empty arena, and now everything's weird. And it just stinks. And we can say that. Is it crappy for me? Yeah. Is it crappy for me to say? I was actually, I'm kind of intrigued by watching these games with no one in the arena. I mean, were, is that were crappy you for me to say when that? When the Baltimore Orioles played in front of zero people during the Baltimore riots a couple, uh, like f- five years ago? No, because I didn't watch that game because it's the Baltimore Orioles. I don't give a yeah, crap. Yeah, but it's like going to be first. It, that doesn't happen very. Uh, no, it's different. But it's a whole tournament in giant arenas. I know. With no one sitting in I, there, it's going to be so quiet. It's going to be—I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. It'll look it's like something that's never happened. It'll look before. like a pickup game, but I'm never like intrigued personally by seeing like the summer pickup games for NBA players. Like that never interests me. What I, what gets me going with watching the NBA and watching basketball is the crowd going nuts. The reason I love the Isaiah Sh- uh, the Amon Shumpert dunk. The putback dunk that he had, which is, uh, I, I can't even remember what game it was, what year it was, but when he was with the Knicks, he threw down a sick putback dump, dunk, and the dump. whole <laughs> putback dump. <laughs> you want to name this one? <laughs> and then you see the entire arena in unison throws their hands up, and it's a chilling scene to watch. 
And without and Stone Freeman, I'll give him credit. He tweeted out a video of the national championship between uh, UNC and uh, Villanova, where they both had uh, dueling possible game winners. And he said, "You're not gonna have a crowd for something like this." And I'm like, "That's an eerie thought. That what if nobody was in the uh, was in the stadium for when that took when that took place?" You know, you know what I just kind of thought about. Mm-hmm. So for these games, if they do continue and they end up getting played, are they going to have the PA announcer still work those games, or are they just going to tell them to take the night, like the nights off? I don't like, know. Like, is it going to be a is it going to be an empty ass arena, and then you hear like Smith from three, and then it's just there's no there's no no reaction, and they I don't just know. keep playing. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea what they would uh, what they would do with that. It's just eerie to think about. I mean, is the yeah. M- MLB season going to get suspended now? That's a spring sport. Is the XFL going to stop playing? Uh, That's another thing. I to don't think, think about. they'll suspend. I don't think they'll suspend those things. But I, I, I do see all of these leagues eventually pushing towards not having any, uh, any, any fans in the stands. That that's that's probably a high likelihood for at least a month. Do you remember the NFL films? Uh, mini documentary of the Buffalo Bills San Diego Chargers game in 2007, where in it was being played in Buffalo, where a metal balloon took out all the electricity in the the Buffalo Stadium. So they played the game the old-fashioned way, with no sounds, with no scoreboard uh, operating, and it was just the refs uh, keeping score. Like they had to play how they would play in the 1950s and 60s. And then a lot of people were talking about how unique that experience was and how cool it was. But there were fans in the stand. And that's why you can pull on instances where stuff like that has happened and you have to play through uh, events in that fashion. But it's just different because you don't have a whole bunch of people cheering you on. You don't have that type of professional or high-level effect. It's just me rambling. Yeah, no, I get I get what you're going for. I, it's gonna be odd. It's gonna be weird. There's only so much we can really also, talk about. Joe, I saw that, and what I'm, that's a big yes for me. What what, what I you said, just you? said? Yeah, it's okay. Um, gotten better. Okay. Well, to transition to our next topic, so we don't talk about this for the full hour. There was uh, some lighter news that happened this week. Anything's lighter than the coronavirus, for crying out loud. Some news that excited Sean and I, because more me more so, because we are gamers and also fans of playing sports video games, particularly Madden, but rather trapped by the circumstance of the fact that EA owns the rights to the NFL and producing games for it. So no one else produces games. And that has pretty much caused a, a, a crap shoot in the market. So they have no competition and they put very little effort in to improving the game each year. It's, it's pretty stagnant. It's slight improvements. It's not like with, uh, with the NBA and some of these other sports this week, we heard that 2k, the developer of NBA 2k, has reached an agreement with the NFL that they will be working to, together going forward to create their own football game. 
Now, they previously had made a game back in 2004. They made multiple games. The last one was in 2004. There are not really any full details on the agreement, but it is just pretty much them saying that they're going to work together in the future to figure this out. That essentially means that they're not going to put anything together this upcoming release date. It's just too short of a time to completely develop player models and do everything. But that being said, next time around, they'll probably be fully prepared, be able to do everything, anything that they need to, and there will actually be some competition within this football market. So I'm excited because we'll get something different. We'll get a developer that actually cares about its fans compared to, albeit NBA 2K's kind of fallen off lately. Still a little bit more compassion for the, uh, the, the, the fans of the game. I never played NFL 2K. It was just, I just never played it. But from what I've seen from NBA 2K, it's fun. It's kind of arcadey. It's got nuances that I like. But I don't trust the 2K system. If NBA 2K can't determine in 2020 whether or not you're shooting a layup or a a short-range jumper, then... What are we doing? I mean, there was a, a viral video this, last week yeah. about a, a $100,000 NBA 2K bet where in the last seconds of the game, it was a, supposed to be a game-winning layup for one of the uh, the gentlemen in the contest, and NBA ended up making the player shoot a short-range jumper, missed it, and he lost $100,000. Okay, we're not going to get uh, any timing-based crap with a, a football we're game. We're not? I di- it's... What kind what of stuff fo- do you put in? Football is timing. Uh, okay, but how come he missed the slant wait, wait. and he ended up throwing you, it short to the post? Right. When you, but we're. T- I mean, when you shoot a layup or a a, a, um, a jumper in two K to hit it correctly, you need to line up the timing right. You also need to properly uh, time when you're actually going to do it if you want to do a layup instead of a jumper. What about so a ju- that's a not going to. Uh, I, I just think or what that they're, about they're the quarterback com- throwing the ball at the wrong time? I mean, in 2019, completely they different implemented physics engines. In 2019, uh, Madden 19, or whatever the last one was, they implemented a, a, a system that notified you if you're throwing off your back foot, throwing too early, or if you threw it just right. And that doesn't, it honestly, literally is timing. absolutely useless. useless. Maybe I, don't, useless. I know what you're Maybe. saying, but... Maybe Joe. Look, regardless, the back when NBA or NFL 2K5 came out, a lot of people now said or are saying that are are have played both and are, are passionate fans of of football gaming have said that those early NFL 2K games in terms of graphics and general um, scheming and play calling in game. All that stuff is pretty much comparable to the games that we have now for Madden. It took Madden forever to actually catch up with a with a normal physics engine, and it still works like crap and doesn't work properly. So I guess I think it's very smooth. If you've if you've played two, I think Madden's better. Okay, then w- made better than than two K. Oh, I disagree completely. Come on, Joe. Why is it every time that I'm I'm trying to snap the ball, my quarterback does this weird shuffle waddle where he's like swaying back and forth and like takes 10 seconds just to get off the line of scrimmage. It's not realistic. No quarterback does that. He does what? One more time. In Madden 20, 
when you're trying to snap the ball, your quarterback will go from the line of scrimmage back to the you know shotgun spot where he's supposed to be, and he takes 10 seconds to move, and he waddles and sways and awkwardly shifts around until he gets to his spot. It is awkward and clunky. It does not look normal. I've never experienced that problem once in Madden. It happens every time you snap the ball. Never once. Have you played Madden 20? Yes, I have. Against you. We're 5-5. Five and five. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You, okay, you've played five games. You've played five games. I've never noticed that. Next time we play, you'll notice. I think I played enough Madden to notice what's right with the game, what's <laughs> wrong with the game. How about more exciting plays and routes, Madden? Plays have gotten lamer yeah, and lamer ex- every year. A, you know what I want them to bring back point. once this, once the EA patent or whatever it is goes out? I want them to bring back NFL Street. That's what I want. That's true. I'll, I, I don't care about 2K. I mean, if there's going to be a pro, if there's going to be a, a one-seed uh, football video game, fine. Give it to Madden. But give me something fun on the side like NFL Street which is absolutely addicting to play. But maybe now in 2020, it would send the wrong message about football uh, with people uh, RKOing each other and having insane hits. Oh, stop. Maybe you in think 2020, that would, uh, we can't do that, Joe. You think that people are that soft? I, I bet no they way. are. I bet we there's don't no get way. one because of that. No. I, okay, I bet you. How much do you want to bet that it gets brought up? Uh, as a, as nothing as I'm a refusal, hundred dollars, Joe, you and me. I'm not gonna bet that there's you pushback. Anything. Okay, fine, whatever. Thanks. So you would get 2K, NFL 2K. Yes, I would buy the first one and play it and see if I All like right, it. Tell yes. me how you like it. Okay. All right. Well, in somber news, but not totally somber news, because Joe and I have such great respect for this individual. That we're not upset about it. I think this is one of those, you know, when it's, you go to a, a, this is a dark analogy where you go to a funeral and they said this is a celebration of life. Marshall Yonda retiring is super sad because Joe and I both loved how good he was at his position, but we can celebrate how good he is. Like, we're not upset. We don't feel like we've been slighted by him not playing another year. He had a phenomenal career, and this last week he announced that he was retiring from the uh, sport of professional football. And I honestly think that he has been criminally underrated in the all-time conversation for offensive linemen. Maybe not first team, but I have consistency, strength, and to be an anchor of an offensive line like he has been for the Baltimore Ravens for the last 13 years, is astonishing. Astonishing. They When he has not been in the game because of injury, it's a completely different team. Marshall Yonda is so impactful on that offensive line, and nobody sees him, but he's just been a superstar, and anybody that's talked about him and his play has only said positive things. It's I, I am so happy that Marshall Yonda has... going to be a a hall of famer one day. I hope he's first ballot. I think he deserves it. And I, you know, it's just one of these things that maybe it's not a a show topic for a lot of shows, but we feel like we're passionate enough about how he played and him as a player that we would at least bring it up and congratulate him on the stellar career. Yeah, it was pretty, not shocking, but 
It is a bit somber, as you said, seeing a guy like Marshall Yonder retire. He had an incredible career. Consistency was a huge contributing factor for Marshall Yonda. He was always a top-tier player and really did not have many down points in his career. He was pretty much healthy for a lot of his career, too, and constantly contributing and being a part of a Ravens team which I would say the whole time he was there was always at least competitive. They were never a bottom tier team. And I would honestly contribute to his presence being on that offensive line the whole time. Yonda, incredible player. Uh, he probably did the right thing in choosing to retire now and um, getting out of the game and honestly wishing him luck in his endeavors going forward. Uh, just to, yeah, it's not going to be, we're not going to ramble on about it, but we wanted to mention it because. We are fans of his. All right, Joe, let's wrap this thing up with some Clown of the Week. And surprise, surprise, listeners, we both share one. The Los Angeles Rams, according to Charles Robinson, have unveiled their new logo. And I can honestly say I was super disappointed in the unveiling. It looks terrible. Wait, 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 wait. So they, they didn't unveil okay, the logo. Well, it's been it leaked. was leaked. Whatever. It was leaked. There's a big difference between the Okay. Two. Big difference. It was like with it's what happened terrible. with the with the Chargers last year. Is it terrible or is it not terrible? Does it It's a it's a horrendously horrible logo. It looks like a generic logo from uh, Madden when you're trying to relocate. It looks like a suggested logo it, or it looks, something that was slapped together. It looks like the worst. It looks like they pulled the worst stuff from the 80s and then the worst stuff from current NFL style of logos and they just mashed them together and it, I couldn't be more disappointed. I, it, the swoop, it just doesn't work. It couldn't. I don't know. Maybe I'd rather see a Rams face straight on, which if you haven't seen a Ram, it's not a good look. In that, it looks like hair and not a horn. I can't stand it. I honestly thought it was a Chargers logo. I legitimately thought it was supposed to be a Chargers logo. It took me uh, the actual seeing the headline to realize this was supposed to be the Rams. I didn't even know they were going to It's like what a minor league baseball team would have. Yes. You know, like the, whatever it is, the bananas, the the Macon Bacons, it it just looks like... It does look like like a banana. It looks like a minor league baseball team's logo. And some minor league baseball team logos are good. I'll give it to them. You know, they, they are enjoyable. But the Los Angeles Rams need to do better. They just need to do better. It's yeah, I was gonna do the, I was gonna do Rudy Gobert until we were sideswiped by the the news. But I completely am content claiming this is my clown, considering the fact that was also an alliteration. Considering the fact of how just poorly done this is, and also the route of maybe it was intentional, but regardless, having a logo leak and then getting crapped on for it is just a horrible look. Maybe a little Sonic because. Yeah, well, that's true. Maybe they'll sound or you do what the Chargers did, where they were accidentally released the logo, and then they just don't change the logo because everyone hated yeah, it. Yeah, the Chargers logo was 
maybe worse than this one. Ah, no, the Chargers. I didn't mind the Chargers logo. Let me that look much. at it again here. Let me just get fresh eyes. It on was it. an LA Dodgers logo with a bolt added onto it. It was very lazy. Was the problem? Everyone hated oh, it. Oh, that's horrendous. Of how lazy I hate it. Was. it. I yeah. hate it again. All right. Okay, that is terrible. That's terrible. Let me see. New Rams logo, just to compare, just for fun. New just for Rams fun. logo. Yeah, that's horrible. I mean, that is, and it's like connected to the A. Yeah. Ugh. You can't even tell it's a Rams horn. It looks like a, a wave. It just looks like a cruddy wave. Get it together, Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, you'd think they'd have some so creativity many, so many, for them. Uh, uh, you know, people in the scene over there just, you know, digging the vibes. Get somebody out there. Ugh, appalling. Okay, well, that's it for the show. You couldn't have gotten a more timely show f from us. Honest to God. It couldn't have been better timed. You got this during breaking news. You, It was timely. And now you got, I would argue. You go it, I would argue it was it was terrible timing because <laughs> like, we got so no, sidetracked. No, no, no. You get the immediate or not sidetracked, sideswiped. Sideswiped. Yeah. Yes, we were sideswiped. You got our genuine reactions. We didn't have time to think about this beforehand. Uh, enjoy it. And if you did enjoy it, tell us you enjoyed it. You could do that in a, a bevy of ways. You could follow Joe and I on Twitter at Sanderson Radio or at Joe DeLeon and tweet at us or DM us, or you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review or subscribe or give us a rating. Any of these ways you can show your appreciation to us for giving you such quality content in such dire times. This is the show. This was Get to the Point. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to recommend this show to a friend if you enjoy it. All of the word of mouth recommendations really help us. Thank you. We will be back next week, hopefully, with a Jake Fire response. <laughs>